Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and I am one of your hosts on PSVG's weekly Nintendo show. Today is May 29th, and this is episode 83. Tonight we're going to discuss the Pokemon press conference, next week's Pokemon Direct, and more details about Mario Maker 2. Joining me tonight in the Shack, as she does every week, is my co-host and Nintensis, Caroline. What's up, girl? What's up? Haiku of the week. Patreon spotlight on our boy Dev Tyus this week. What's up, Dev? All right. Even though Nintendo has passed him by, Dev makes good on his promises. Did he not? Did he not? So he, he kind of questioned this earlier. Speaking of Dev, is I told him to trade in Breath of the Wild and make sure he gets Animal Crossing. And he was like, why when would it I? happens. He goes, why would, why would I do that? And I said, a bet's a bet. And he's like, what are you talking about? So it's like he's already forgotten that the bet was for the Switch, Breath of the Wild, Golf Story, and another game. To which I thought picked- we decided live on show that that other game has to be Animal Crossing. I don't remember, but I, that, I think that's a definite, he has to do it. And right. he will get sucked in. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I wanted him to try Animal Crossing with friends and maybe maybe he finds a new love. As he always says, that he, he doesn't like anything new from Nintendo. It's only old mm. stuff. Maybe Animal Crossing can win them over. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and begin the show like we do every week with what we've been playing. Caroline? Do you remember last week when I was talking about my time at Portion? I said it was my game of the year. False! I spoke too False. soon. False! So, like, the next day, I hit this bug in the game that basically prohibits me from even continuing in the story. Shocking, the broken game turned out to be further broken. Got it. Oh, yeah. Game of the year. On top of that, like, (laughs) getting married is not an option. Like, it's not significant to the story. You can go the whole game without getting married. It's not like these old school Harvest Moon games where getting married was central to the plot. Um, So the guy that I was wooing, you do have to do a certain quest per bachelor or bachelorette to qualify for marriage with them and the quest just so happens to be on the other side of the bridge that isn't getting built so i can't even get married to the guy i wanted to get married to i have been in multiple email talks with team 17 because they are the producer of this game pathia games is the developer and um, I, like team 17. I do i love team They're 17 good. and and they really have been responsive. Uh, they got they back are, to yeah. me on Twitter. I was on their Discord asking for advice, and people were talking to me, but they weren't like able to give me any r- real, you know. If anybody at life. Team Seventeen listens to Nintendo Shack, seriously, we need Worms Golf too. Like that needs to happen. By the way, it's a great game. Worms is good stuff. It is. Um, so I'm I'm in talks with them. I think I'm going to be stuck waiting for a patch before I start playing again. Uh, but that was that. Uh, other than that, I've been playing. Who was it that tweeted this in the mobile game or, or in our Discord? Somebody mentioned it in the mobile games Daniel. section. Has to be. Was it Daniel? It's got to be. I mean, that's his I channel. I thought it was either Daniel or Seth. I'm not going to check, this- but I mean, it's got. I'm saying it's got to be Daniel. Daniel is the 
mobile gamer of PSVG? It was, it, it was somebody, and they named Farista's Cat Cafe, which is a Caro game. Because I downloaded it, and you basically get these cats, and as you go up each level, you get to unlock another cat. You level your cats up to have more time spent with the people that come into the cafe. There's little mini games where you have to like clean up the paw prints, clean up spills, fix food for people, fix their coffee. And uh, it's just an adorable, passing, fun game. I know I said I wasn't going to get back into phone app games, but that kind of just... Caught my interest, and... You're saying you lied to everybody you said that to. You just lied. Got it. This stuff happens. I mean, like, (laughs) without without my knowledge, it's just, you know, past Caro didn't know what she was talking about. Did you play Pokemon Rumble? It's not available for iOS. Oh, that's right. That sucks for you. I like yeah, it. I'm really wanting it, and and Brian can't really play it because he is still running off of the twenty dollars smartphone that he got from Target when his other phone went kaput. He just That's refuses. So Brian. Oh, he he's so he's like, I, he's been needing another car for years now, and he's just like, I just need something to get me from point A to point B. He's the exact same way with his phone. He couldn't care less. It's like an old man. So, um, he really is. He really is. So he's not playing that. Does he carry um, like Werther's originals in his pocket? No, but he loves Andy's mints. He goes to the store and buys Andy's mints for his little candy jar at work. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> he is he's a dork. Um, they have a couple... Uh, the, the developer of that game is called Runaway, by the way. And they have another couple of games that I looked at. And one of them is called Flutter Sanctuary, mm. which is literally like a Lepidopteran butterfly sanctuary thing in a rainforest and then they have the night version called flutter starlight where you have moths so like you raise these eggs you do the caterpillar the pupa phase and you like get all these moths uh so i've been doing those just on the side those are really like i don't have i I check them maybe twice a day super cute i had a debacle with some pokemon figurines though um I'm, i'm collecting these kotobukiya Pokemon figures that are really nice. They're about $100 each. They're one-eighth scale, which means, like, their proportions are to a human, but one-eighth shrunk down. And Serena, who is the heroine from X and Y, has... She was the third figure to be released. And it's been some time since they announced a re-release. Sometimes some of them they do have they have been reprinting. They reprinted the first two, but Serena they had not announced a reprint. I was like talking to Benji about it. I was like, dude, I found one of her that's pre-owned that I might be getting. It's like 160, and these are all going for 200 to 250. So I was like, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna bite the bullet. I'm gonna go ahead and get it. Literally within the same night after I made my my order, 11 o'clock at night, I'm going to bed, and they announced not only that one, but another one that I was missing or getting reprints coming in November. So I had to cancel that order, <laughs> pay 15% restocking fee, which was still cheaper than what I'm sure. going to be saving on this and stuff. But I was just, I was like... It would happen like that. I said, that is the ultimate test of you need to start being patient, Carol. That's the Chucky situation. Like they're they're working on a second print now for this upcoming Halloween, and if you want one of these first print ones, they're not cheap. <laughs> like the, on well, eBay. you were able to get it for a hundred off. I yeah, was, so. but I put that offer in like five months ago. 
<laughs> I've been waiting a while. Um, yeah. But yes, yes, and 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 I'm pretty sure I feel like the seller even tried to make me wait longer in case I in case I cave. But the person yeah. was like, I don't know when they're gonna come. Like, do you want me to cancel your order? I was like, nope. <laughs> okay. Happy to be patient. Yes. I was I was just so mad because I was like I can't believe I have to pay fifteen percent restocking fee because I can't hold my I can't hold it. It sucks so. you have to do that the day you purchase. Like that doesn't count. Like you haven't even it, taken it off the shelf yet. Restock. That what? was just it. That's, That's lame. Just it. They have like a two to three day thing before they even ship it. They didn't they didn't pull it off the shelf. Right. Just it it drives me crazy. It was literally within twelve hours and they announce a restock after it's been months. Got my just desserts. Yep. That it? That's it. Okay. How you been doing outside of the gaming? Good? Fine. Yeah. I mean, your rooms just, come together. You got your cases. I see Pyra back yeah, there. She yeah, looks this, so hot. This, this is just pending Pyra's so some, cute. some glasses and stuff. Yeah. Xenoblade Mithra, anime. Mithra right there, too. How good I would that be? Oh, hell yeah. Xenoblade anime sounds amazing. Over. Anything Xenoblade. Like, if Monolith Soth comes out I mean, at E3... And look, I know you're anything Xenoblade, but seriously, though, like, of all the things Xenoblade, like, a Xenoblade anime would be great. Yeah, I think it would be good. Did the Persona 5 anime come after the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it lar- it's it's largely close. I've So I've... I'm never going to beat Persona 5. <laughs> like, it's never going to happen. <laughs> Even though I, I started playing it again a while ago, and it's just too long. It's just too much. I'm never going to do it. Um, the story is, like... 93% the same. Just a little bit different. You can see the differences mm-hmm. on YouTube in like a five minute video. It's pretty pretty quick. So I've right. watched all of... Now here's the thing though. Persona 4 had the English dub. Persona 5 didn't. Well, it will eventually have an English dub. I promise you. No, So I mean... It's hard. To, it's harder to follow. I don't even know... I mean, I'm no anime fan, so I don't even know the best way of putting it, but like... It's got the subtitles, right? Yeah. Um, but... Persona 4, one, um, you can watch in English. Two, even on the Japanese one, like the subtitles are better. So like all the characters are named and everything. It's easier to follow. I, I, I found Persona 5 a little harder to follow. I had to like have a guide and a wiki out. Like who's that and who's this? Um, but <laughs> I did watch it all and I watched it they all. They'll definitely make a dub. As popular as it is, I'd be remiss if they, like, they probably will bring it. At, you have to understand like for most anime Dubs don't happen for at least a couple of years before the anime so, is completed. Maybe so, and if that's the case, I'll I'll definitely rewatch it because I'd like to. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, it might be a better. In all seriousness, might be a better anime than a game. Cool. In that's what I've heard. Like and I people mean, may yeah. think that's crazy. I'm not trying to offend the Persona hardcore fans, but like the story is kind of uninterrupted in anime form. It's yeah, like perfect. It leans itself well to um, being a show. As opposed, mm-hmm. I, I've seen some gameplay, and it definitely does seem like an anime more so than it. it it's kind of a story game, anyway. Yes, but you've got to jump through all this to get there. Yeah. You know, it requires so, you got to really want it. You know, mm-hmm. it requires so much. That's why I'm, I'm so excited for the Warriors game. I've got to yeah. be the most excited person about that announcement. There's like nobody in the world more. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was groaning and sad and cussing and tweeting mad things. I just wanted it to be the Switch. That announcement was for me. Yeah, it really was. Um, I'm playing more Ape Out. I'm on level, not level, like floor five. 
Mm-hmm. I have no idea how long the game is or how far that is. It's getting tough. It's getting hard. But um, still enjoying it. Super fun. Super interesting. It's easy to pick up and play. Uh, we finished the Labo VR kit, finally. Okay. And so we did the, the giraffe, and uh, as I that thought he would, nice. Jack loves it. Yeah. Jack loves the drawing stuff, and it's quite neat actually mm-hmm. you can like make fire and stuff in 3d, 3D space so cool. but there's all these effects i thought it was gonna be like oh you mean like you draw a line you know yeah. but there's a thousand effects in there oh not a thousand a ton yeah there's a ton yeah. of effects like they're everywhere so he was doing all kinds of stuff he was showing me he drew a pikachu and he drew a charizard and he drew like a Fortnite. so the Aww. kids have really been like and now i think of all the toy cons i think that might be the frailest it's very really? dependent on like rubber bands and it's very like movable uh, and I loose. I can see that. The yeah. Chunk. Just feels weird. You're like, when you hold it, you're like, wait a second. This thing feels like it's about to break. Yeah. Um, but definitely, definitely digging it. Craig asks, how do the VR goggles work if you wear glasses? Fine. I mean, just put them on over our glasses. Both me and Jack wear glasses. I mean, no different than any other VR headset with, gla- with glasses. I think there's enough space between the holder yeah. and your glasses. It's not really a, a big issue, but we really like it. And uh, not that we include it in the news in the show, but VR and a Labo VR supports Unity now. So, it does, yeah. So more, you know, indies and third parties can take advantage of if they want. I know there's a uh, visual novel coming to Labo VR. It's got like little cat girls, like little anime girls with cat ears and tails. I haven't seen that. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. It's coming. I don't know what it is, but it's coming. You'll be able to buy it on Switch soon. So we were talking about that, right? Like of all the Labo, like Labo apparently mm-hmm. is not selling super well. At least not enough to chart. We're not seeing it, you know, month over month. But, uh, you know, I think of all the Labo kits, as we said, when it was released, of all the Labo kits, this one has the most, probably has the most legs. It'd be interesting to see if Nintendo yep. does anything with it in the future. But it's still there and we still have it and we're still playing it. You know, we haven't given up on it. Mm-hmm. I would, I mean, I already said this, but how long ago did I buy it? Like a month, two months ago when it came out in March, April? It came out in March, I thought. So Maybe April. Maybe April, I was thinking. So we're like a month, maybe six weeks away. We're still playing it. That's so much more to be said about than any of the other Labo kits. Oh, like, yeah. We spent all weekend putting that giant. two of mine from the first one. We spent that entire weekend putting that giant vehicle thing together, and we played it for a day, and we have never touched it since that day. And uh, and it's there, like we see it, and we still don't play it, but we still play the Labo. Like we still play. I'm looking like, at this, they still don't have the the big set in stock anywhere. Oh really? Maybe that's, that's why crazy. it's not charting. Maybe they didn't make enough. Probably not. Um, Melissa likes the, the the camera. You know, you click around yeah. to the the sharks yeah. and stuff. It's easy to sell. Like it's easy to put people in it. I'm hoping with the Unity support. Maybe we get a couple cheap shooters. I am totally down to buy a $5 Labo VR shooter game. You listening to me, devs? You hear me? Jules? Okay? Go make Labo VR shooter game, and I'll buy it. I don't care what it is. Somebody make Link's Crossbow Training with the Labo oh, kit. Gosh. I want to buy that. Yeah. I need they it. They really need to do Splatoon with it. A little Splatoon minigame would be great. Mm-hmm. Or just being able to do the... Um, the testing of the weapons in that back alleyway, you know, before you buy the weapon. Just you need to be like on that. rails or something. Splatoon has too much movement. It's too movement-based. You need, like, something target-based, or you need to be on rails. You either need to I be moving saying. on your own, or it needs to be fixed. But I, I was thinking, like, a tower defense game? Oh, 
I would love a Labo VR tower yeah. defense game where That'd you could cool. like maybe teleport from tower to tower and then shoot oncoming waves of people. And then you look at the other tower and you click a button to hop over there and you shoot more waves of people. That's that's good stuff, man. That reminds me, I need to continue Valkyria. You never beat that game? I haven't. I got to like chapter six, something Aww. like that. That's a Brian and Caro game, though. We have to play that together. I want to spoil it. I want to tell you the the part that got to me. Nope. But it's been like months. I'll oh, get God. to it eventually. All right. Um, I played Saints Row. I told you. I told you guys I would. Yeah. I got back into it. I played it for a bit this weekend, maybe three hours. This is the post patch, or at least the first patch. Interesting thing. I've been looking it up. They have not acknowledged that they're going to keep patching it. I have not seen that at no. all. So I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm a little concerned because there's a lot of people reporting a lot of problems. They're like, we put out the patch. And they're like, yeah, but it didn't fix everything. And they're like, we put up the patch. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That um, means they're dropping it like our... Maybe. I don't want to say. I don't want to speak for them, but maybe. But here's the thing. I played it. It's better. It is better. I can definitely tell that. Um, especially like the voiceover and stuff like that. That appears to be fixed. I noticed in my first like long play session, a lot of button input lag that I didn't mm. notice the first time. Specifically, running. I cannot run, and, and I tried to isolate it. I'm doing, you know, because that's the way my brain works. I figure right. out a problem, and I'm like, let's recreate the problem and see what the issue is. From what I can tell, you have to hold down the left bumper, not the trigger, the left bumper to run which is weird. That's another thing I don't like about the game. Yeah. You can't customize the controls. I want to click the left stick in. Can't do it. Right. Um, so you have to hold down the left trigger. You cannot do it. You cannot run if you are coming in or coming out of a mission. So if you've just finished it or just started it and like put you back in the world, but like maybe the mission name is still on the screen or something. I mean, I'm telling you, I was sitting there as it was doing it, pushing the button and I would not run. Uh, for not, I'm not talking like a split second or a kind of a second. I'm talking for like 15 seconds, like a long time. Couldn't do it. I'm sitting there tapping, 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 t- tap and hold, tap and hold. Nothing's happening. I had to kind of wait for everything to finish on screen and stop and come back to normal. Then I could run. Also, too much going on. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop or start running like the moment I got out of cars, or if there were like explosions on the screen. To the point where if I ran, if I was running and an explosion happened at the same time. So, like, for example, the test that I was doing, like I was running and I'd throw a grenade. And then when the grenade yeah. would go off and it blow up a car, I'd stop running, even though I hadn't let go of the button. And I don't know why that's happening. Sounds broken. It's kind of broken. <laughs> like Sounds broken. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's kind of broken. And uh, I took to our Discord and was like, oh, this is, it's, you know, it's one of those things where, can, like I said last week, right? It's playable. You can play the game, and it's largely the experience that it used to be on Xbox 360. But then there also comes, like, but why is but it, it largely the same thing yeah. at 360? Like, it shouldn't be. It's a game's almost a decade old. It's, like, so old. Um, Kevin was mm. just like, just stop. Just play it on Xbox. Yeah. Like, just stop trying to make this be a thing. And you know what? Kevin's probably right. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and wave the white flag here. No, I'm not, not really in on it. And uh, you know, the other thing is, I'm sure 14-year-old me would have loved it. The jokes in this game are so corny and on the nose old. and like yeah. old. Yeah, that's that's the best yeah. word. It's just old. It's very much like that American pie, you know, slapstick 
I love American it's Pie. It's okay, okay, but it's so on the nose. And I know, I know what you mean. Oh, like when all the girls that like are walking on the sidewalk say the same ridiculous like lewd mm-hmm. line. You're like, really? Yep. You know, teenage beauty would have been like, oh, oh, oh. but now I'm like, come yeah. on, this is yeah. Lame. And like ten years ago, it was probably funny to yes. people because yes. it never been done before. Which. You know, that's not its fault. It's a 10-year-old game. It's not its fault for being in its time. It's my fault for having matured, maybe. So uh, I I think I'm waving the white flag. I said last week I was going to do it, and I think Jason was right. I'm probably not. I'm kind of done. I was kind of done after, like, those three hours. You know, here's the thing. For the past week, I've been playing a lot of games on PlayStation that I'm, like, holding on to for the right time to talk to somebody about Mm -hmm. it. And uh, there's been a lot of games that aren't doing it for me. And what I think I'm kind of, like, getting used to is... There was a while there in PSVG land. It was like, Donnie never finishes games. So I started finishing all of them. Yeah. Now I think I'm kind of back like, I don't want to finish this. Screw that. Yeah. F this and F that. Like, I want to. You can I pick want, and choose what you, you know, want to do. Like, I want to have fun. And this is, this is I'm not having fun anymore. So yeah. why am I going to keep playing this? So I've stopped. Uh, speaking of fun, NBA Playgrounds 2 finally arrived. Mm-hmm. That is a fun basketball game. That Good. is so much better than the first one. You still have to unlock all the characters, which if you like that, you'll be happy. If you don't, I don't. I wasn't happy. But I got it on sale. It was on sale at Best Buy for $16.99, like three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. And I bought it. So GCU, I got it for like $12.99. 12 yeah. Yeah. So, but mine got delayed. For like a week, it never showed up. So I check online. Best Buy have had these issues. So I check online and it has a tracking number. It never shipped. What? It was just said, it just said label created like a week after. So I get on the chat with Best Buy and I'm like, hey, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, it must have gotten lost. I was like, well, it says that's never moved. And they're like, so we'll ship you another one. So they did. And I got it two days later, which is great. I started playing it. Day before yesterday, this is like a week since the other one came. So now I have two copies of this game. You know what that means, though? Resale. No. That means we're going to put it in the patron box oh yeah nice. so shack is up next month so I'm, I'm a little early here shack is up next month uh-huh. so e3 month for shack we're gonna put nba playgrounds 2 in the patron box if you're not aware cool. of the patron box like right now we've got psvg polo in there mm-hmm. we've got apex money i got rid of yakuza because nobody was going to pick that game but we've got a bunch of things i have to go look back at all my codes and everything we've got a bunch of things in there we're going to put nba playgrounds 2 in there all patrons get 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 an entry doesn't matter what level. Every patron's name goes in the hat. We put it in the randomizer. We pull out a name, and you get to pick. You get to pick from the box. So you get $20 of a gift card to any store you want, or you can get the PSVG polo, be like the rest of the awesome-looking staff, or you get the Apex Legends, or next month, not this month, next month, you get NBA Playgrounds 2 on Switch. Now, I love this game, and if you get it for free, it's fantastic because you pay $10, you unlock the entire roster. It's nine ninety nine. And like everybody, and there's a bunch of them. There's a, everybody from all the different eras. You get to customize own stuff. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love about this is it's not bare bones. It has a season mode. It has a championship mode. It has a three-point contest. It has a court customizer, which has like its own grind. You have to grind to unlock the designs and the balls and the hoops and the logos. Yeah, and that's yeah, my kind of there's stuff. There's all the stuff in there, and it plays better. Shocker, it plays mm-hmm. better. The, the, the meters play better. Everything's better. It's a good game. We're going to give it away. So go be a patron of PSVG. Put your name in that. Yeah. Um, Get some cool stuff. 
playing two more games, which I'll try to get out of the way early. These are not reviews of the game. I have not played them long enough, but I'm playing American Fugitive. This is that GTA game mm-hmm. that's starting to make the rounds a little bit. Yep. I'm not liking it so far. Um, it okay. looks good. It's a decent, like, idea, I guess. It's fine. The whole, I guess, the gimmick is, so you run around this open world, which is fun. Everybody likes that. You can cause chaos, but the cops are, like, super hard to shake, so I wouldn't do it. Maybe right. later on when you get more stuff, maybe it's better, but right now it's not really. And then the thing is, like, you break into cars, you break into houses. But when you do that, instead of, like, breaking in, it becomes, like, this mini game that you're based on a timer of oh, the cops no, coming. I would hate that. Like, of the cops coming. So, like, it doesn't nope. matter if anybody sees you or not. You bust a window, and it's like, you have 30 seconds till the cops come. So you, like, go search room by room. Not like a person, like like a mini-map appears. Yeah. And you go search this room, and you find some stuff, and you get it. In the, but you got to get out. Or That's it so nerve-wracking to me. That's not even worth it. It's fun, and it looks good. Like Here's my problem with it. I do have a problem with it. Um, one, on Switch, like, just, this is a mind, this this is not my problem with it. But one on Switch, it's a little glitchy, and when the guy runs, it looks like the animation resets. Like, you can see, it's like a jarring, like, run, run, and it's like, click, and it, like, goes mm-hmm. back to the original animation. You're like, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't like that. That's just a weird Donnie thing that my eyes pick up on. Here's the thing I don't like about the game. Driving sucks. I am sliding all over the place. It's really touchy and weird and mm-hmm. slippery like all over the road um people may think that's just me i don't know i've seen other people say that too and i've seen them online i mean it's hard to keep a car on the road not wow. because it's like you know if you hold it straight you go straight but you you can't you've got to move around right you've got to move left and right and because you got to dodge other cars you got to dodge traffic and when you start dodging that stuff then it gets super weird yeah. Um, that's when you get like really out of out of whack, and I, I don't like it. So and so that's one of those games where I played it for like an hour, and I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I like this. Now I know it's framey, and the developers have said they're issuing a patch. I don't yeah. know if the driving is going to be a part of that. I doubt it. It seems like that's a part of the game. It's a part of the love. I may have spent fifteen dollars on a game I'm not going to play. <laughs> uh. This might be one of those. I don't know. I'll wait till the patch and I'll try it. The game I started playing last night was Downwell. Which is like this mobile indie yeah, darling. I remember. I remember seeing that. So speaking of patron giveaways, I won a flip grip um, for being a patron of the Nintendo Dads, which have come cool. on our show before. And the yeah. flip grip, for anybody who doesn't know, is the grip is the little accessory that you can take your switch sideways, turn it horizontally or tape mm-hmm. mode, and you can play games like that. Stuff on there. Yeah. So a lot of arcade games support this feature. So like the Absolutely. arcade archives. The games that I tried on it, Pinball, which is infinitely better that way. I don't know sure. why. It just is. You can see the entire board. It's just better. It looks awesome. And then I bought Downwell. I've heard about Downwell forever. It always seemed like that super hard you know, game that Donnie was never going to try. Mm. Had no idea it was only $3. Oh, wow. That's I thought it was, cheap. for some odd reason, I thought it was 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to buy that. But because I got the grip, I was like, well, I should try it. Let me go look at it. And I looked, sure. it was $2.99. I was like, oh, screw that. I'll try it. Yeah. Totally love this game. Game's nice. super fun. <laughs> Um, I've heard good things about it. It's an arcade game. It's just a one-button game. Super easy. One button, one stick. And the sense, and the idea is you press the button to jump, and then when you press the button again while you're in the air, he shoots from his legs. Like like a revolver is like a bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And then your whole point is you fall down like a well, right? You have to keep going down. Mm-hmm. So like um, you know, Steam World Dig or something. Like you're going down. Yeah. And all these enemies are spawning. 
and you can get these like little power-ups. They got these little rooms that you can hop off of. You can't get hit. Uh, I think the idea is you have to complete the entire, it can't be that long of a game because if you die, you start all the way over from the beginning. The furthest I've made, it's like level four. I'm never going to beat the game. I don't think it's super hard, but it is really fun to play. It's, it's easy to pick up and play. It's easy to show somebody else how to play. Uh, it has a really nice style. And the, the sound is great. Like the shooting, you're like, oh, this is really good. And it's That's just good that it's that cheap. It keeps it competitive yes. for people that want to play it on mobile. It's it, that's that's probably the best thing. It's so cheap. It's like why not? And, and even if yeah. you don't have the grip, I still think you should. But it's absolutely if you have the grip, you think about getting the grip. It's the I need app, to get one of those. It is the game that you should get yeah. like the grip for. Like that's it. That's the grip is worth it alone for downwell. Um, it makes the whole thing look better when you turn it vertically mm-hmm. because the game is like super skinny anyway. So when you're looking at right. it horizontally, it doesn't take up the whole screen. Which yeah. is kind of lame. Nobody likes that. So uh, those are the games I've been playing this week. And uh, I'm going to keep playing NBA Playgrounds 2. And maybe American Fugitive. i got to hear somebody tell me, like, this has gotten a little bit better. <laughs> like, I feel like I need... What, the Fugitive game? Yeah, I need that alert. I need somebody to be like, this has gotten better. Then maybe mm-hmm. I'll go back. Because what I played, I was like, you know, I get it. I thought I was going to like it because it was all like, it's like GTA. And I'm like, eh, kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Not not really. It wants to be. Sure. Um, I'm looking forward to Hugh. I posted that game in the Discord. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Curve Digital. That game looks great. I, I might buy that one next. Okay. Let's open up the news block and let's get into it. Caroline, I want to tell you that some source code on the Nintendo of America site was uh, hacked or revealed. And it said that Cadence that. of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer, was coming out tomorrow. Now... It's since been updated. AKA it's already AKA it's already out if you're listening to Shaq on our podcast, by the way. However, there was an update that came out today where they changed that source code. Ah. So the source code has been changed to like late June, like June 21st or something, June 30th. All right, so do you remember when the Nintendo of Europe thing showed that it was between two other games in May? Yeah. Maybe they're having delays. So here's the thing. A lot of people speculated that the whole idea behind this was to shadow drop it and it's out now. And that there may be a thing where because people found out, maybe they changed it as a swerve. Maybe it still comes out tomorrow today. If you're listening to this, maybe it's out. We don't know. It hasn't been confirmed or denied whether it's coming out tomorrow. There's no release date. I think popping it in the middle of E3 week would be great. Oh, that would be great. Get Treehouse to play it a little bit. That would be great. Um, I think that'd be a good idea. So it's coming soon. That's what you need to know. Within yeah. the next 30 days, you're probably playing this game. It might be out right now. So make sure you follow Nintendo Shack on Twitter because we'll tweet about it, at Shack Life. And uh, so it might be out right now if you're listening to this at home, but it might be coming out tomorrow um, or it could be coming out in a few weeks, but it'll definitely be out soon. Cool. We have a Pokemon Direct announce, speaking of next Yay! week. This Pokemon Direct is for Pokemon Sword and Shield and only Pokemon Sword and Shield. It is 15 minutes long and it is next week, June 5th at 9 in the morning, our time, the right time. Are we going to be streaming it? Nine in the morning, on like a uh, what day is that? Wednesday. No, I can't do that. I'll be at work. Mm. Sorry. I probably won't either because that's when I start working. It's only fifteen so. minutes. You know what's going to be? They're yeah. going to show us a new, you know, a new Pokemon. They're going to show us sh- how to po- how to catch well, a Pokemon. They're going to show us the legendaries. They're going to maybe show a gym us leader. Maybe yeah, something like that, and maybe the um, fully evolved forms of the starters. Very That's basic, so very basic stuff. So, but I'm still. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. It's, me too. I'm excited. I I knew this was probably going to be the case, but if you had asked me in December, 
I probably wouldn't have answered this, but it might. It's probably my most looked forward to game of the year. Really? Yeah. I mean, wow. I'm I'm that. I don't have the. More than, I like more than Fire Emblem, more than Animal Crossing, more I'm, than Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening could do it. If there's like if if any three, they're like, and here's the collector's edition, and here's the other, like maybe it takes the lead. It's gonna happen, and you and I are just gonna be like, <sighs> maybe it takes the lead if all that happens. But, and I don't, I mean, no ill will. I love Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, but yeah. they've never been Pokemon for me. So, okay, yeah. all right, I'm starting well, to feel it. I'm starting to feel the itch. I'm. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a that's, while. That's so. that's good Pokemon news. We have some other interesting Pokemon news. Which <laughs> interesting is the word. Hit last night um pokemon we press had a pokemon conference. press conference they called it business salute or business strategy or yeah. something i was like what the heck um this is the first time this has ever been publicized apparently they do this every year they did around, it last year and it wasn't published it, right. it wasn't we, public but, but they the, had the press there and there people were tweeting about it yeah but this is the first time it's been put online for regular joes like you and me to watch it was on now Twitch. last year we got quest and let's go and like this is where we heard about all these things yeah yeah this year and then they gave us the direct so um (laughs) these are the things that we're talking about pokemon press conference they opened up and there is going to be a follow-up game to the detective pikachu game for the 3ds that's coming exclusively to switch not 3ds it's going to resolve the cliffhanger at the end of the 3ds game and it is going to wrap up differently from the movie that we just got Hang on a second, because we didn't we didn't talk about this before. Because this is how we roll and check. Do you want to talk about each bullet point as you read them, or do you would you prefer that we hold? I don't care. We so, talk about each bullet point as we read. Is them. this going to be a different Detective Pikachu game, or is this going to be an upport of the Detective Pikachu engine that we already know? Mm-mm. I think this is. Well, I think it's going to be this. Geez, so knowing question. Pokemon, I think they're going to be like that game that we had. Let's like spin off of it, but it's going to be largely the same thing. But knowing the success that the movies had, maybe it warrants a little more investment. Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not talking about the story. I'm not the investment. Like I didn't. I see what I you don't mean. like the game. The game okay. is too slow. <laughs> like I don't like playing the game. So I'm not very interested in a sequel unless they tell me the game's going to be different. Um, this will be a recurring theme as you keep reading off these bullet points. Yep. I'm not a one, I wasn't excited about this entire thing, so let's just go and say that now. I'm preface right. this as you hear my opinions read. I'm not trying to be a hater. I don't like it when people tell you things that they don't show you. I hate trying to imagine things. I don't think that's good right. marketing. They didn't show us anything. We didn't get a clip. We didn't get a screenshot. We didn't get a logo. We didn't get an image. We didn't get anything in the engine. Mm-hmm. We just got like a sentence that a game is coming. That's yeah. it. Like He read it aloud and moved on. I think so, literally within the past month, Detective Pikachu was such a hit in the movies. They're like, we should probably do something to write off of this. Bingo. They were like, wait a second. People like yep. Detective Pikachu. Let's green light that project. Yeah. And in that case, like I'm off. Like, that's great. Don't say it. Just yeah. keep that to yourself. We don't need to know that. Just shh. Just talk about the fact that Detective Pikachu was a great movie and it's selling good amount of tickets. I'm only interested if they well, change up the gameplay. We shall see. Detective Pikachu should be like a... There's a lot of different ways you could do it. In my like mind, I would love it to be like a Life is Strange Telltale type game. A narrative adventure. That mm-hmm. would be amazing. With good voice acting, of course. Like, with good voice acting. That'd yeah. be great. But I still well, haven't played the first one, but I heard the voice slow. acting is, is so something. Slow. It's, and you know, it's not like terrible. I played the demo. I never played the game. I was never going to buy that game. Right. But I played the demo. It's not awful. I get it. 
it's just really it's not a good game either it's just really slow it's yeah i wouldn't even call it like it's point and click but yeah. it's so basic you know it's yeah. like we've got to get through I, here I, go I find the thing that it was supposed to be for kids yes yeah all right Next on the list, Shibuya Parko, which is apparently this big, new, huge uh, building that they're building that's got all sorts of uh, shops, and I think there's a hotel in it or something. They are getting a Pokemon Center inside the new building that's being built. It's going to be released, or it's going to open when the entire thing opens in fall of 2019. They showed off this interesting, like, Death you know, Star. <laughs> people are calling that's it that. That's what it looked like. But I, I, it's just... You know, you show two D renders of a three D space, which I thought Looked was just awful, bizarre. Of all the things that they have, all the money they have—that's what they do. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. That's the coolest real bad. thing was there's supposedly this huge Mewtwo statue in the in like he's in his tank, and apparently he's like some sort of animatronic is what it looked like, or maybe it's just like a digital thing. That was the Mewtwo was the coolest part to me. Anyway. They're getting another Pokemon Center. NetEase, which is a Chinese internet tech company. They also publish games. They are working on Pokemon Quest for China. Get that China money. Yeah. What did I tell you when they announced, when they said Chinese, I was like, Chinese equals money, which equals mobile game. (laughs) Well, as soon as they start, they started out the the press conference speaking in Japanese, and then there's an English translation, and then there's a Chinese translation. I'm like, huh. That's interesting. Chinese. And that's when I said uh, it. Before they even got to this, I was like, Chinese means money, yeah. which means mobile game. That's yep. what this means. That's why they're doing it in Chinese. <sighs> Moving on. Junichi Masuda from Game Freak. Yes. Comes up on we the got stage so excited. And announces Pokemon Home. Yep. Which is going to be our replacement for Pokemon Bank, which we've been waiting for. And I've got questions. It's, it's going to allow us to transfer from current bank. Or your 3DS. Wait, games. did they announce that? Because that was one of my questions. Like, is current bank going to be supported as a brand new bank? Yes, that was that big diagram. So, so okay, it allows okay, us okay, to transfer okay. from from bank or 3DS games, from Let's Go games, from Pokemon Go, and then for Sword and Shield, they're adding back and forth capability between to and from the game. That's good. I wish I could have seen it like in action. Again, like when you when you when you do a demonstration like this, especially with any sort of grandiose, yeah. I want to see it. I would have loved to see them like walk us through the GUI. Here's what it yeah. looks like. Show us a wireframe, buttons or something. They say it's coming in early 2020, which uh, I was talking with uh, Rebecca about mm-hmm. this. And it makes sense given that every time we've had a Pokemon installment in November, it takes until about January or February before That's we get right. bank capability with it. Yep. So uh, I'm expecting it probably to hit Q1 of 2020! How do you think uh, with Pokemon Go working in Pokemon Home, how do you think that affects Pokemon games? I think at this point they have just accepted that everybody just has all the Pokemon and they're just making it easy. See, I don't, I won't be using, I won't be transferring my Pokemon Go stuff to there. I think that it's probably not. Hmm, The only things that I'm interested in, I just, I just feel, I guess that makes me elitist. I feel like if you get them from the original games, that's the only true Pokemon. I think that's I a personal thing with you. I'm thinking globally. There are how many people have just bought? I mean, how many people have been playing Pokemon Go for the last two years that have yeah. a crap ton of Pokemon Go? With yeah. now with Pokemon Home being a thing, now they're like, 
maybe I'll play that Pokemon game because I can take my Pokemon. That's true. That's true. That's a as thing. long as they've got that thing. I, for me, it's just I I only use the ones that I've caught in the games. Do you think they're going to charge an annual subscription for it again? They I have think, to. I don't think you can do that with mobile. Maybe. Maybe it's not. Gotta be, maybe you, it's got to be cheaper. Right, you can't charge no, mobile players five maybe, bucks a year. No, maybe you charge for the initial download, and that's it. Not five dollars. No, probably not. Like two ninety nine. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you, do you get the point I'm trying to make? Like a mobile. Yeah. Oh, I do. I do. I think if they they could charge five. I'm not saying they can't charge five dollars. They could. I'm saying if they charge five dollars as a mobile app in a mobile space, not many people are going to buy it. Cause sure. Not many people are going to spend five dollars on anything. No. So like. I th- almost think it makes then again. It almost makes it because all these microtransactions. because Pokemon Go is free. It makes more sense to give them Pokemon Home to keep them playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, makes more money that way. Why are you whispering? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because like that's the whole thing. It's like the first hit's free, right? Like you want they yeah. want you to keep buying Pokeballs, keep buying Pokedust, mm-hmm. keep doing the thing. Like I'm, I'm very interested if they're like, here's Pokemon Home, and it's four ninety nine a year. I'm so interested to see the reaction to that because these are very different markets. Yeah, 3ds people are like, sure, that sounds yeah. amazing. I've been doing it for five or six years. I don't think mobile gamers are going to think that. I don't think yeah. they're mobile gamers are like, what the hell? Yep. What is this? Yep. <laughs> I can't believe I've had Pokemon Bank since 2013. Think of the reaction when, when Netflix when raises the price a dollar. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to bring that other perspective. I'm buying it regardless. I see what you mean. I see what, I'm oh, buying it too. regardless. I want to start Pokemon Sword and Shield with Cubone. Get rid of whatever crappy starter they give me, and I'm going to just put in Cubone now. Don't get rid of it. Send it to me because I'm going to need it. Well, we can't do it anyway because I'm going to beat the game before Pokemon Home comes out. <laughs> but just I wish I could. Your, put it in your... Put it in your your uh, PC and save it for me. Hmm. Save it for me. But I still can. I, I'll beat I'll the game it. for it. But yes, I will. All right. Then we get to the real interesting bit. Hmm. Pokemon sleep. Pokemon this, nap. This this yeah this uh this title of our thing is Pokemon nap based off of the thing, thing Super put Nintendo. Me to sleep. Super Nintendo posted this thing. It was hilarious. It was the Pokemon Snap logo that somebody whited out the S. It's just Pokemon Nap. We didn't even talk about the whole please look at screen or the music. Oh, my gosh. This this thing was... Every time somebody would come up on the screen, we were laughing hysterically at the the music was just... It reminded me of like that... It reminded me of that Wii Sports jingle. And actually, the Wii Sports jingle would have been better. Right, <laughs> that music right? was terrible, and then the was, the translation it, it, it was interesting. Like, it sounded like one of those walking down the runway, modeling a dress type thing. You walk up, you walk back, and for, somebody would walk up on stage and and do the thing, and we were just for something so scripted. You would think the translators would have had a little warning about what was coming. They did not. They were no. reacting on the fly. They were they catching were. up constantly. They were rushing. And that, that one girl, she was so far behind. She was like, oh, just please look at screen. Yeah. Please yeah, look at says, screen. Please look at screen. <laughs> we're, we're dying. Please look at screen. And she said it so fast that like there was no oh, spaces man. in between the words. Please look at screen. I would please die if Awada had said that. Welcome to Nintendo Direct. Please, <laughs> please look, look at, at screen. screen. Oh, my God. That would have that would have been amazing. <laughs> the memes. I, I wish that this would have been made into a meme, but... Um, <sighs> 
Please understand. Sorry to um, interrupt you. Let's get back to yeah. the... No, no. Pokemon Sleep. What the heck is this thing? <laughs> Stupid. They, we don't know what it is. They say they want to inspire well, we do. It's, sleeping habits. It's one of these that watches walking. you while you sleep. <laughs> does, it, does it measure your metabolic rate while you're lying down? So there's a or? lot of phones. I don't know much about this market, so I'm not going to pretend like I do. But here's what I do know. I know the iPhone for one. That's a big one. There's a lot of phones that have some sort of sleep app or sleep awareness thing that it knows when you're sleeping. I'm not sure how it tracks your breathing or that's whatnot. And you terrifying. put it next to you. No, so it's like a health thing. It's I get telling it, but you. That's terrifying. It's telling you how well you're sleeping, and it's it's got to be a big enough market that they're trying to capitalize off of this. There, we've been worrying about this with Nintendo for years when Iwata was talking about his quality of life initiative and there was all the rumors mm-hmm. that they were creating a sleep device. This seems to be a thing. I just don't know. Like, all right. And again, I'm no business analyst, so I know I'm no, completely I wrong. I buy Nintendo for entertainment and I'm not there entertained you go. when Here's I'm Here's the thing that I'm thinking about. All right. So how many people in the world are Pokemon fans? A lot. Several million. Millions. How many of them are going to buy specifically a device why you sleep that's gotta be a fractional market a few hundred thousand just Maybe because a million? it's pokemon but why like so they've got to have some nintendo magic some pokemon fairy dust that makes you want to do it they've got to but i don't know why but you know they're gonna try it so more power to them i showed this to melissa i was like so nintendo just <laughs> or i was like pokemon just announced that they're gonna release pokemon sleep that monitors you while you sleep and she was like what the why that was her exact word. She's like, "Why? Why is this a thing?" I don't. I don't get it either. I don't. You get I to don't. go hang out with a snoozing Snorlax. I hated that line so much. What do you get to so do? Much. Like, do you get rewarded for how good you breathe at night? Maybe they'll reward you for sleeping well with some sort of Pokemon thing. Maybe you wake up with a lot of Pokeballs to go. So I'm more concerned with like, what are they doing to? How are they taking advantage of knowing your sleep habits? That's I'm like I'm more conspiracy ten foil person. Yeah, like if that's we just let it. Google and everybody know all the hours are sleeping, what does that do? That's <laughs> terrifying to me. That's that's why Brian and I will not get Alexa or anything like that. We just we don't like it. I'm not interested in this at all. So I need to know more about it. I'm not even even if it's like for every hour you sleep, you level up a Pokemon. I'm still not interested. I don't want this in my house. I just don't see the, and like it's like why am I gonna go out of my way to buy this little Pokeball thing? I just don't yeah, need it. Yeah, well that's I don't just something it. else that we got. Kazuhiro I'm sorry, but if they gave me like Pokemon Home, like a Google speaker that had Pokemon noises, I would totally buy that. Like that's well, amazing. I that. That's funny. Yeah. This is like this is outside of their lane. I don't want you doing this, Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I want from you. World domination is not your thing. Uh, Mariyama, who's the device development lead at Nintendo, they're like, Nintendo's here. They're coming out and they're talking about something. We got so something. excited. We were like, yes! Nintendo! He comes out with this... It's got to be like three inches in diameter. Diameter. It's hmm. another Pokemon Go hmm. Plus. Hmm. It's, it's just a little hockey puck. Plus, plus. Pokemon Go Plus, plus. That works for the sleep thing. It's like a hockey puck. But and it's it works with Pokemon Go, too. Yeah, but it's we can't just have plus. We have to have plus plus. Why didn't they call it the Pokemon Go New Plus? Pokemon Go the, Plus XL. Why don't they call it the Plusle? Like Plusle, you know? Plusle and Minin? This sucked. 
This is stupid. Sometimes Nintendo fans have just got to let them know, like, this sucked. This was dumb. <laughs> Maybe in Japan they like that kind of stuff. But in Maybe America so. we're just like, you're using English. Why hey, don't you just... And the Nintendo diehards will say, like, hey, this was an investors meeting. This wasn't for you. Like, that's fine. Don't stream it on Twitch then. Exactly. Like, that's my response. Like, you stream it on Twitch, then you're open to, your, Maybe to this. Maybe this is the first and last time that we'll ever get this thing. This was dumb. This whole thing was dumb, dumb, to be honest with you. But keep going. Because of the Pokemon sleep thing, Pokemon Go has a bunch of sleeping Snorlax that are spawned all over Pokemon Go right now. In celebration, celebration of the announcements. I haven't had any of them pop up. I, I uninstalled Pokemon Go some time ago, so. Yeah. All right, here's the only thing that I'm interested about. Yep. DNA, or Dina, whatever you want to call it. Everybody's favorite gotcha developer. Is developing a smartphone game called Pokemon Masters. Yep. It features the main title trainers, like your Red, Green, May, Brendan, all those kids. It showed Brock. With story characters, Brock, Misty, Lysander, Cynthia, in all of the the trainers from the mainline games. This is essentially this. Fire Emblem Heroes Pokemon game. Yes. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. That's good. Those Pokemon figures that I'm collecting are like all of those characters. Sure. That's why I'm buying them. Yeah, we knew you'd um, like this. Yeah, I, I'm excited. And they showed a boy and a girl that are kind of like the the Fire Emblem kids yep. you know from the heroes thing um they've got a new boy and girl trainer design just for this game exciting i'm, I'm not sure it. so what they showed was exciting they showed a little battle they showed some cutscenes. i'm just not sure if this is a pokemon game in the sense that there's any like navigation oh, overall no. narrative or if this nope. is a collectum game which is what i think it is it's a collectum it's fire <laughs> emblem heroes for pokemon which is not bad i'm not hating on this at all this is great and you yeah. know what they showed some of what it was so i'm all for it all right, so before we move on and away from this... i got a question, I know. Um, I just wanted to say that this entire thing I thought was unimportant and shouldn't have existed. Like, this was just non-existent. Like, yeah, this felt the like them saying that. something to say something. Yeah. And this was dumb. Like, I didn't like any of this, so... They should, they should have just popped it in the mention of the Direct next week. Make the direct 20 minutes and just pop a mention in there. They could have Who done cares? a little sizzle reel of some projects and done a press release. This really felt like a press release. They yeah, should not have did. had a stage and a live stream and all that. And you know what? Look, I'm all for marketing, doing marketing things. Like, I get it. You know, it's fine. I don't want to be, like, questioning other people's marketing motives. But when you bring people to your attention and you say we have something to say, then have something to say. And that but doesn't mean, like, we've got a game coming. Like, then show us the game. If you don't have the game to show, I, I, then don't say it. If I were an investor, I would not be investing this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. It's like, it. don't everything of what they showed, all of it was so conceptual. Yeah. We're building a Pokemon Center. Here's maybe what it looks like. That's not good enough. I, I likened it. We're doing whole, a sleep program. Here's here's a mock-up. What? I likened it to the Wii music debacle. Kind of. Yeah, you know, that's, very, that that's very appropriate. Nonsense about that. It's like, who cares? Or, keeping on brand, this we reminds speak. me of the quality of life thing. Where yeah. Wada did a direct and he was like, we're doing a quality of life thing. Well, we never saw because it was conceptual at best. Yeah. You know, like we never saw it ever. And the every little, the little finger reader. Yeah. I was like, guys, like if you're going to say like what they should have done, what this should have been was Pokemon Go plus plus and Pokemon Masters. And it should have been like YouTube trailers. That's what they should yeah. have done. Yeah. We have a question from Kyle. Kyle the Pug. What will the potential pros and cons on using Pokemon... 
be what will the potential pros and cons be on using Pokemon Sleep in the near future? And why is Jigglypuff not the mascot for this? Because Snorlax is better. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, Snorlax is a better Pokemon. I love having a super strong Snorlax in the game, by the way. That's one of my mains. I Snorlax. love I know that, but I'm saying like Snorlax is just awesome. I know. Hyper I beaming Snorlax. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, I love Kyle the Pug's name. I'm assuming that's like a Lin of the Plug play on words, but I'm not sure. Maybe not. Oh, I never thought about it. It's good. That. It's funny. Um, <laughs> the pros and the cons. The pros is that they get a Pokemon branded health accessory into the market that apparently people like. You know, there's there's all kinds of people out there that aren't gamers that care about their health. They ride bikes and run marathons and things like that. Maybe it takes off, becomes a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not interested. And uh, yeah, Snorlax, Snorlax is better. That's my answer. The cons is that it's a huge flop and they waste millions of dollars on these plus plus I don't think this pucks. costs millions of dollars. Anything that works with Pokemon Go is a good investment. Even if they don't ever don't use it for Pokemon that. Sleep, there'll be people that buy it for Pokemon Go anyway. I like the plus on my wrist, though, because I don't have to pull something out and hold it in my hand and do it. When I'm driving, I can just click it on my wrist. Yeah. Yep. It only takes one wrist, one hand. All right. I have, I have the top of this next news thing, too, because you want to go on the tirade. I know you want to go on the tirade. It's not really a tirade. But, okay. yeah, I have things to say. It's a justifiable tirade. I will say I that. I think so. Mario Maker 2 previews are out. I'm going to take the good news so Donnie can take the not-so-good news. Here, let me add to this. So last week, Nintendo did an hour-long hands-on with a lot of YouTubers and a lot of press. And a lot of people were able to record video, and they've been posting discussions and podcasts. We are learning some new things about Mario Maker 2. Yep. Okay. So, the story mode looks solid. It does says it, it looks grindy where you've got to collect coins complete job for toad you taskmaster toad taskmaster toad i wonder if he has a whip <laughs> that's terrible i love the idea of them like <laughs> hinting at like an snm toad taskmaster toad oh that is that's good stuff man if he had like one of those leather hats with the holes cut out <laughs> donnie this is a children's game I know. I'm just you trying to have. Fail. I'm trying to have fun. Oh, All right. Job <laughs> so range the creepiest thing reward. you've ever heard of. It's it's terrifying. It, you're the one with the Chucky doll. This is your mind. This because is your he, mind. you remember, like we saw him without the mushroom. Like he has the hair. Yes. So yeah. he takes the mushroom off, puts a hat on. <laughs> this is his mind, not mine. Um. You get clear conditions for all your jobs. Okay. You yeah. turn in the money to Chief Toadette. To begin construction, starts a timer. You have to, com the timer has to go down before you can go on to the next area. So don't like. I'm not a big fan of that either. So the thing that there. I heard about this that I wanted to talk about before we move on. Um, so this sounds good. I think this sounds a lot of like something that you're going to be into. You're yeah, going to beat the part. levels. It's going to be like a training mode. So it's going to be kind of like what Mario Maker 1 was. I imagine that every job and every person, every clear condition will, you know, compound upon itself and make harder and harder levels mm -hmm. for you to get. So it'll be good little difficulty. It won't be too hard because it's still a Mario game. Here's the thing, though. They call it story mode. Doesn't really sound, and from a lot of the previews that I saw, that there's really any story going on. The story yeah. is that you're building the castle. Yeah. And I don't expect a whole lot of narrative or cutscenes or anything along the way. And that's kind of what a lot of the folks that went hands-on were like. It should just be called, called a like single-player campaign. Training mode. 
is really what it should be called. But I it's like a, it's a single player campaign. Is what they it did is. say that the castle, like like you'd already mentioned, alluded to with Mario Golf, free roam, open area. Yeah. You can run from one side to the other. You can jump and stuff. I imagine they'll have like some hidden secrets or something you can find. It sounds solid. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. Continuing, there are no daily unlocks in the creator mode this time. Everything is already there. It's already unlocked. I kind of like unlocks, so I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, local co-op on one system is available in all modes. Yep. Local play is available with multiple systems as well. Building in handheld mode is great and easy to do. And the top menu bar changes based on your most used features. That's so good. It's pretty, it's pretty. That's a quality of life improvement that I'd, I would appreciate. I like that. Yep. We also found out some not so great news. So this is where Here I we step go. In. Building in dock mode apparently is a struggle. I'm saying this based off Game Explain, GameSpot, IGN, like the, all the previews that I've read. Everybody said, like, this is a bit difficult. I watched some video on it. I think it looks pretty okay. So essentially, you've got these menu bars, top, left, right, bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. and they're mapped to your D-pad. So at any moment, you can click left and highlight the menu bar and then go up or down, pick something. But when you pick it, it opens up that rotational wheel that we saw. That right. You then use your stick to pick. Here's the, the problem that seems to be catching a lot of people. There's so many m- options in Mario oh, Maker 2. absolutely. Right? We already saw this in the Direct. There's a billion options. A lot of them are mapped to, like, multiple buttons inside of the rotational wheel. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to do the things that you did in Mario Maker uh, 1 with the stylus where like maybe you shook something to change it or you combined it with another item in this in pro mode you're doing like hold z trigger and the a button hold z trigger and the y button and i don't think i don't want to say it's hard it's not maybe it's not necessarily a con it might just take a lot of getting used to and you may just not like it like you know it this really seems like a game especially for veterans of the series that you're probably going to want to build portably and play docked. <laughs> like, you sure. probably just don't want to really go down I that agree. way. All right. It was confirmed no Amiibo support will be included in Mario Maker 2. Zero. None. It won't do it at all. I think almost even more upsetting, because we've been expecting this for a while, more upsetting, only four playable characters. You can only yeah. play as Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Toadette. That's it. Yeah. So even if you were, before we get to this, even if you were going to play online with your friends... Somebody's got to play as Toad and Toadette. You can't play as the princess or Daisy or King Koopa or yep. Koopa Troopa or anybody else. I was at least thinking, okay, I think I already said on our show, right? When we were thinking mm-hmm. no Amiibo, what did I say? They'll at least put the Mushroom Kingdom characters in there. Yeah. Right? So you'll be able to dry bones. You'll be able to do the things. No, you won't. That do we know sucks. If, do we know if doing the story mode will give us unlocks like that? Or is it... Confirmed. There are only four characters in the game. That's so dumb. That's not great. It's not fun. I just put it that way. It's not fun. It's not super fun. That's and that's nothing against not Toad. To I do... like Toad. Well, that's the just other... them not wanting to do sprite work for all the yep. all the things. Here's the other thing about that. They all play the exact same way. They don't play differently. Dumb. So like new like Luigi doesn't no play like Luigi. High jump. He doesn't and... high jump and floaty. None of that. He plays like Mario, and Mario plays like Toad, and Toadette plays like Mario. So it's not even like Mario 2, like, they offer some varied gameplay. They don't. 
And I guess maybe online they'll let you all just play as Mario. I don't know. Maybe you can do color swaps. That I don't know. I just thought of that. Maybe. I doubt it. Knowing more like Mario Maker U. I mean Mario Maker. Like Mario Bros. U. Can't do that. So I doubt you can do it here. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Per Nintendo World Report, which has been confirmed by Nintendo, there is no friend matchmaking in Mario Maker 2's online modes. Meaning that you will have to play all that fun stuff that we were like, ah, oh, no Amiibo, but they've got this, and we're going to play Shack Knight together, and it's going to be so much fun. You can only play that with random people. They justified this by saying it was for leaderboard integrity, because these are competitive modes, and you've got to do leaderboards. I have so much to say right now. I'm just, I'll let you go. All I'm going to say is... If you do the friend mode option, you forfeit your opportunity to be on the leaderboard. Yes or no? That's the easiest solution to this that there's ever been. It's so easy. Just don't include this in competitive play. Just don't make the points count. Just omit them. You know, just write, save, delete. It's super easy. All right. Here's my issue with this. One, my first issue with this kills any, like, interest that I had in this. And, um, all right, so I just want to say that. I was really excited about the multiplayer, which we've already mentioned on Shaq. When I when we heard about this, I said, you know what? There's no amiibo, but this multiplayer sounds like so much fun that we're going to do this anyway. Shaq Knight, Mario Maker sounded amazing. That sounded so much yeah. fun. I was excited about the levels that people would create around a multiplayer mode. That's a whole new element. That's a whole new concept. Could you imagine us trying to race through a ghost house with hidden doors and shit? That sounds crazy fun. You know, yeah. like, I was excited about that. This throw, that throws it all out of the gate. I don't want to play those with randoms. It's not, as, it's not as fun. It's not an event anymore. Now it's just me playing. I could play those with my kids. So what I wanted to say before I go on the rest of my tirade, if your main interest was playing at home with your wife or brother or sister or children, and your main interest in this game was creating Mario Maker levels, then you're good. Buy yeah. this game and play the hell out of it. Like, you're good. Do it. You're, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what's about to come. I hate that this is even a thing. I hate that in a world where this exists for other Nintendo games, that there are all the... Like, we need a chart to keep track of all... Friend matchmaking should be standard in any game that you can play online. Go figure. People want to play with their friends. Their friends aren't always local to where we can just hang out and local play. That's ridiculous. We've did this in 2008 on PSN and Xbox Live. This is a long thing. Party matchmaking has been something that games have adopted forever. And for whatever reason, Nintendo fans need to prove their loyalty by supporting Nintendo on these asinine decisions. Yeah. If you're going to put f- online play in a game, then you need to support online friend matchmaking. It needed to be in Splatoon, and it was in. It needed to be in Kart, and it's in. It needed to be in tournaments in Smash, and it's in. In Smash, you can do a friend lobby. In Kart, you can do a lobby. You do a private lobby. Code only. I don't care how ridiculous they got to do it. It needs to be there. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a very divisive project or announcement. There are all kinds of Twitter folks. I am... I've gotten peppered by a few people that have, well, it wasn't in the first one, and why are you concerned? That's not the point here. You're missing the point. 
The point is that folks are getting tired of, well, this game has it, but this game does it, but this game does, but uh, you know, Mario Party doesn't, but you can play Mario Party online with these mini games, but not the board game, but you can't play with your friends, but you can in Smash. It's not standard, it's not uniform, and we're paying for online service now. And I'm not, I'm not here to argue with you the value of Nintendo Switch Online. I get it's a value, it's $20. The point is, you're paying for something, and you should expect something. And as I said last week, I know a lot of people didn't like me going on my rant about Saints Row, and I'm sorry. I love Nintendo and Nintendo-ness and cartoony games. I get it. That's that's why we have a Nintendo show. Um, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong, and it doesn't make you any less of a Nintendo fan to want the very best in video games. And I don't know why we have like this abuser's relationship where we get abused by Nintendo and we're like, but we've got to stand up for them because everybody it's, else hates them. It's like, we don't. It's 2019. <laughs> like, you don't have to just go with what they tell you to be a Nintendo fan. And so that's the thing that I'm not liking. Um, and I'll say it. I'll just put it on a blast. The thing I'm not liking right now on Twitter, because I'm all for everybody having their own opinions. And what I said on my Twitter was, I'm going to vote with my wallet. That's the only vote you really have. Right, You can make all the YouTube videos you want and say all the mean things, and we can say mean things on podcasts. Guess what? If Mario Maker sells 10 million copies, nobody's going to care. Nintendo sure ain't. They don't give a damn. So I'm going to vote with my wallet, and I canceled this game. Because the one thing I was really looking forward to after they took out Amiibo was the online, and then they killed that. So I'm not going to buy it. And I'm not telling you not to buy it. That's That's the thing that's bothering me, is because I have decided not to buy it. Other Nintendo fans are now, like, upset because I'm not buying it. It's like a, you're either mm-hmm. against us, you're either with us, or you're against us. Yeah. Like, Shame. I'm voting my with my wallet. It's the only vote I have to cast. I'm trying to tell Nintendo that this is a problem, and I'm hoping that they fix it. I think they will. I, th- I think with what we've seen with Mario Tennis, there is the option for them to add This is a small hanging fruit. Yes. Add these things in. They it's can have this in by launch, to be honest with you. They can they come can. out with a press release next week and be like, yeah, we heard you. We're not going to do this anymore. And guess what? If they do that, I will buy the game. I'm yeah. not, like, putting my foot in the sand hating Mario I Maker. I saw Amiibo trending because Amiibo aren't available in this game. And you can't tell me that they aren't going to look at that and say, maybe we should use the fact that we have an NFC reader in one of our Joy-Cons and do something with this. No, I don't think, I don't think Amiibo is going to be patched in. That I, that I don't think so. But I think the online matchmaking will. I think it will, because it's going to be a demand. You're already seeing it. People are not happy about this. The thing I'm really upset, though, about is, like, it's stealth. And so many people are like, oh, I can't believe all these Nintendo fans are acting outraged. Like, that's the wrong approach. It's okay to want good things. Like, it's a weird thing with Nintendo fans. It's like, you can't want 1080p. You can't want 4K. You can't want 60 frames. You can't want third-party games. You can't, apparently, you can't want basic this here's ultimately the course of this issue that's a problem you can't even want basic online functionality this is what i told Callow. it's not like sega with the sonic movie people aren't telling nintendo like hey you need to drastically overhaul the entire game because we don't like mm-hmm. it we're not saying you better put mario galaxy in this game or we're not going to buy it we're literally saying you need to support the things you already support in other games. Like, these are things right. that should be expected. Being able to party up with friends in an online multiplayer game is basic. 
That's the whole point of online multiplayer in the in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's the that is the whole point. It's not to play with randoms. I I get that there's competitiveness. That's not the point, and that's the thing that I hate most. They've like it's essentially they've made a policy, and they're sticking around building this game around a leaderboard. That's the yeah, least well, important that's what part. That's bothers me the most. The, the fact that their only excuse is you can get rid of the heavy. damn leaderboard. Just get exactly. rid of it. I don't care Just about it at all. Nobody cares. <laughs> Delete the leaderboard. Let me play with my friends. That's the point. That's what I want to do. That's what everybody wants to do. And uh, yeah, so I'm upset that Nintendo fans are upset that Nintendo fans are upset. <laughs> does it bother? Does it? Does it? Does it do anything with Splatoon or Smash? leaderboards i have never looked at i mean i'm no on smash i'm sure leaderboards matter but here's the other thing in smash so what i'm saying is you can play with your friends yes but does it still go on the leaderboard because nope. you play with your friends exactly do the same thing and do that's the, the problem thing. the problem is that every game seems to have its own rules and it shouldn't be it should be a system wide rule right systematically across the entire platform you should be able to play with randoms play competitively or play with your friends across every game that ever has online that's it every game with online play i think that's the issue that like nintendo fans are like starting to get lost in is they're Mm -hmm. like well this game has it or this game doesn't or or, like the one that i keep seeing which is oddly strange to me you can still share levels who cares they said competitive multiplayer and co-op multiplayer who wants to do that with random people it was extremely bad. Um, Even if mis- you were misinformation from what we got for the direct, because we were led to believe that everybody this is something was, because that's can what all that means. It. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to do it with random people? Even if you were doing it competitively. Even if you're the best Mario Maker player in the world. Who mm-hmm. wants to play that with just random people? Yep. You want to play that with other amazing, great people. Other mm-hmm. people in the top of the leaderboard. You can't even do that. Yep. It's not even a ranking thing. It's completely random. You could play with some person in India and a three-year-old and Sean Capri. Like, <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> like, everybody wants to play. That's the dream team right there, by the everybody way. Everybody <laughs> wants to play with friends. And, like, this is dumb. And it's dumb. And if you think it's dumb that people are upset, like, that's worse. Yeah. That's, I don't get that at all. I've never seen an issue. I've never seen a point come up. And then people also defend it. I get it. You know, like that brand loyalty is deep with Nintendo. And that I, I hate that. Like, I, guys. I, I used to be one of them. And then I got my head out of my butt. Could you imagine? It's like, I want to play with my friends. Psh, you're not a Nintendo fan. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like everybody wants to play with their friends. What is the matter with you people? Um, so anyway, I canceled my Mario Maker deal. And I'm either going to move my pre-order to Astral Chain or I'm going to pick up Mario Tennis. I'm not sure yet. I think I'm going to wait a couple weeks. And you know what? When you let me know how Mario Tennis is, then I'll buy it. I'm going to wait a couple weeks see if they change your mind. Because, you know, know, here's the saddest part. And I know you already know this, but I'll say this to our listeners. Of all the people at PSVG, and to be honest with you, of all, like, the really Nintendo sites, podcasts, at least that I follow, you and I... We're probably the most excited and the most optimistic for Mario Maker 2 that I know. I was really excited. I know. Like, when they said Mario Maker 2, 
when they were just like Mario Maker Two is a thing, we were excited. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, we're gonna well, build all these I, levels with Amiibo. We're gonna do yeah. all this amazing thing. And then they were like, no Amiibo. And we're like, oh because, well. Because we were the ones that played it on Wii U, and there weren't that many people that bought the Wii U, and people were they considered it a flop, and it was a great, great game. I still have it on Wii U. And that's another thing that I've seen by all the the, the those people on Twitter. They're like, all these people whining about online multiplayer. They didn't even play the first one. That's not even a point. Yeah. What does that even mean? What does that matter? That's irrelevant. That's a oh. I haven't I haven't gone I haven't gone to war like Kevin is. Kevin has started to like just he's just taken on all comers today. I'm not. I've kind of let go of that. I've tried to not do that. At least I'll leave that to my podcast. I'll actually speak my thoughts and allow them to speak for me. Um, but yeah, it, come at me, bro. The thing is, you know, it's okay to want better things. It, is. it doesn't make you less of a Nintendo fan to want good things and to want things that other people have and to want your system to be on par or better with everything else. But it's like to be a Nintendo fan, you've got to love the fact that you have less. It's ridiculous. Yeah, up and, and just, oh, they can do no wrong. Yeah. That's how I used to be. And ridiculous. Before I came here, I used to be that way. So anyway, maybe I get Mario Tennis. Maybe I get Astro Chain. I'm leaning towards Astro Chain. Just because it's good stuff. Just, I'm yeah. gonna get it. I want to see more about it at E3, but I'm gonna get it. I think it's a, a necessity for me. Techland says Dying Light Two is not coming to Switch. Go figure. I didn't expect that to be. Woohoo! Um, but stay tuned for a surprise for Switch later this year. Immediately, people said Dying Light One ported to Switch. <laughs> I cannot tell you something that sounds worse. Yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Saints Row can't run on Switch, okay? <laughs> and then I like Wolfenstein Two can barely run on Switch, and it's a great port, and it can barely yeah. run on Switch. And if you don't agree with me, it literally dips below 480p at times. That's a real that's a fact. That's pretty bad. Dying Light Two is an amazing physics-based open-world game with hundreds of zombies. Do you really want to see what that idea looks like on Switch? That's not gonna. It's gonna look like Minecraft. Yeah. It's gonna look terrible. Um, what I am hoping about that this is exciting news because I like Techland. I like Dying Light. I'm hoping they come up with like some sort of little pixely based zombie game, like a little indie little side scroller or something. That'd be cool. I hope it's a side project. That's what I said when they came out. That's what I when I saw it. I hope it's a side project because a port's not gonna be good. I don't like this idea. No. You're gonna hear this. I think I've, I'm pretty set. In, I have drawn a line in the sand. I'm anti. Big third-party sports coming to Switch. Now I don't even want them. But just stop. Okay. Just stop. If you're not going to make us something cartoony that works, I don't even want it anymore. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to do it. It's ridiculous. It's just, it's just you're making everybody look bad. Um, there's rumors out there floating around because it's popping up all over Japan and China, um, all kinds of shops and online listings, that The Witcher 3 is getting a Game of the Year edition coming to Switch this September. This would be an E3 leak. This no, would be a I- rumor. I would buy it. I would be buying it. I've watched Witcher. Did you hear stuff anything I just said about Dying Light? You want to buy know. open world Witcher game on Switch? I know. Oh my God, Caroline, you're the killing thing. me. Here's the thing: like I, I've followed the story. I've watched a lot of people play uh, Witcher Three, and absolutely, it's something that I would be interested in. Um, but yeah, I. I is it available for a PC? Because at this yeah. point, I just okay. It is, just and you can get a PC, but tone down. Like there's Witcher Three toned oh, down at like 720p, mm-hmm. and it runs 
ish on PC. Yeah. I'd imagine that beautiful the, game. I'd imagine that would be the target for Switch if this is true. Now, by the way, Panic Button, because this was a rumor that Panic Button, Panic Button has come out and said, we're not working on this. This is not a thing. Uh, I don't know how much I believe this. I've seen screenshots. Like, the screenshots are to be believed. There's a reset era of all these online listings of actual, like, box art and the game and listing. It looks it looks mm-hmm. legit. Now, anybody could do that, right? Like, you're an artist. Sure. You can do that. So yeah. I'm not that, you know, that's not that redeeming anymore. I've kind of let go of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I am, again, like I said with Dying Light, if you wanted to play The Witcher... If you really wanted to play The Witcher, why would you buy it? Why would you buy a Switch version of this game? Like you're losing out so much of what this game is. I agree. So I was kind it's of hoping if I've this to play. if this rumor is true, if it's true, I know this doesn't make any sense and there's no inclination to this. But if this rumor is true and they're like, "Hey, girl, on Switch," no, I'm hoping don't go there. Don't go there. I'm hoping it's a streaming announcement. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were gonna say. Gerald and Smash. <laughs> hey, if Witcher Three is coming, I think that's you, you could. It's possible. I'm not saying it I is, but see it's that, possible. I don't see that ever happening because he's based off of a book. I don't think I don't ever see characters that get based off of other media coming into a fighting game. Sure. Um. So, I would hope that it would come with a streaming announcement because that's the thing you can stream the witcher 3 at a much better resolution if you have decent to good internet than it could ever run on switch natively that's the thing about streaming streaming for nintendo is a sweet deal there's a lot that they can take advantage of of streaming it's almost like a weirder deal for xbox because they can play the it's like a downgrade on xbox yeah why am i streaming the game if i have an xbox Mm -hmm. on nintendo you're like Yes, let's stream yeah. games. I can finally play these amazing. I can play Call of Duty again. You know, like so that makes sense for them because they're a mobile thing. Uh, I don't know um, if The Witcher Three was coming to the Switch. Like, if this was true, I wouldn't be surprised if like a huge swerve. It's like the card game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a card game. Yeah. You can play Gwent. <laughs> Gwent. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know about this one. You know, Jared said he'd love to do it, and I'm. Hey, if you if you love to do it, and Switch is your only thing, and you love portability. I'm not. I, I'm not trying to tell you not to do it. I'm just trying to tell you, as somebody who loves video games, man, if you want to play The Witcher Three, one, if you want to play The Witcher Three, you should have by now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out for a hot minute. I know. I know. Two, I, if you want to play The Witcher Three, take a hundred and seventy-five dollars and go get yourself an Xbox One and play it there. It'd be so much better. It's so much a better investment. Are they really down that much? They're so cheap right now. You can buy, and if you buy them used. You get them even cheaper. That's a brand new one. They're wow. so cheap. Xboxes are dirt cheap. Anyway, do that. Or get a PC. Um, let's get into our questions. I'll just go ahead and take the one from the chat. Craig asks, would you be opposed to EA porting Madden? So we've talked about this a lot. Um, I talked about this about E3 predictions, especially in the PSVG Brown podcast. So I'll just hit this one really quick. I want Madden on Switch. But just like I just said about Techland and The Witcher... Madden, as we know it today, Madden 20 in Frostbite, you can't run that on Switch. Frostbite, I'm not even sure you can run a Frostbite game on Switch. So they would need, like they have done for FIFA, they would need to create a downgraded version running off of their last engine, like the Wii U engine, which I'd be totally for, by the way. By the way. So if that happened, I'm all for it. So if they were like, hey... We took the, you know, the, the the Wii U version of Madden and we made one for Switch. Day one purchase. $60. Absolutely. Now, what I want to do, 
speaking to your all-play version, Craig, what I want is I would much rather have Madden Arcade. They made a game for Xbox and PlayStation called Madden Arcade, which was essentially, to, to dummy it down a little, the NBA Playgrounds version of Madden. You could play 11 on 11, but you could play 5 on 5, and it was an arcadier, cartoony version of Madden. I would absolutely buy that on Switch in a heartbeat. They have Madden Mobile. Just put that on Switch. Take out the microtransactions. I'll play that too. I'm not asking for much. Just put Madden on Switch. I want to play Madden portably. Yes. Yes, I would be for that. Caroline. Madden's not my jam. Sure. Take the next question. I've been talking too long. I'm sorry. Okay. This comes from my my dude Dylan, D-Senpai. He asked this a couple weeks ago. We just have not been getting around to it. Are you afraid that Fire Emblem Three Houses is going to be Waifu Simulator again? Or do you feel confident that this game will be about the gameplay that once made Fire Emblem a great game? I like Waifu Simulator, just to be honest. Just like I like the I like the whole dating, marriage, support conversation stuff. I think it adds a nice element to the game. Um, insofar as all the girls are chesty, like a Camilla. I don't. I, I don't. Oh, Camilla's I, I don't, so good. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. God, I would uh, totally buy a Camilla game. Just give me Camilla game. Sinron Kagura. Sinron Kagura. If they could get Camilla as a DLC character in a game, I would buy that game in a heartbeat. Has there ever been a better character than Camilla? <laughs> She's so good. I remember the first time I looked at her, I was like, who is this? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so I, I, it doesn't, the waifu simulator thing doesn't bother me. I'm all about that JRPG stuff, and it's just a trope. At this point, it's just a trope. I understand what he's talking about. Dylan has sure, been playing sure. Fire Emblem games since the GBA. And um, there is something different about those games, and there's something... Those are really, really good story, and um, not that the new ones are not, but I feel like the current ones, like Fates, definitely rely more on character interactions and stuff like that. You had to pick a side for Fates. You had to I love that. Birthright or Conquest. I, I know. I, I, I would like laugh, I would rather them go back to that. I thought that was best. Um, so it is becoming more of a JRPG tropey JRPG kind of like in the same vein as Xenoblade um I don't know it doesn't bother me as much I understand Dylan Dylan comes from classic Fire Emblem is the way to go I'm gonna kind of disagree with Dylan here because so when I when I first read this question um let me state my piece I played Fire Emblem on Wii never beat it the only Fire Emblem games that have actually beat run 3DS so I love the series, but I'm no mm-hmm. by no means am I the the biggest fan ever. Um, but even with like Camilla, I have never really thought of them as like exorbitant towards females. It's not like waifu simulator. Uh, people love the dating aspect, but somebody like me, I've never even touched it. I don't care. That's the right, least right. relevant thing in it. I don't think it is exorbitant in that manner, like. Like a like like a Valkyria Chronicles, it really leans on that oh, aspect of the heavy. game. It's heavy, right? I don't think it's anywhere close to that. It's like it's there if you want to take that out of it, and definitely Camilla is that. But mm-hmm. she's one of many, many right. female right. characters. That's just one. You know, like I wouldn't call Corin that, and she's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest with you, Tharja, I know people have. But see, like, I never thought of that when I was playing the game. 
Right. I only thought about that when I was experiencing other people making fan art and stuff like that. In the game, it was not mm-hmm. like that. I've never really thought of the I game that way. That, I think that's his deal. Like, before there were no, like, maybe Lynn from the sure. uh, yeah. Roy and Ellawood line, but there really hasn't been guys interested in Fire Emblem until they started making all these desirable girls. You know what? I'm an 80s horror fan. I like the slasher things. Desirable Girls, I'm for. I am pro (laughs) Desirable Girls, so you know what? Dylan, you and I just are not going to agree here. I'm all for it. Give me more Camillas and more Corns. I need more of them. If anything, I think Callow and I said that when we saw the Three Houses unveil. I was like... Edelgard's good stuff. It's a bit buttoned up. Right? We could unbutton a top button or two. No, we we haven't seen anybody. Like, everybody's got gowns and stuff. It's like... We, Have you seen Byleth's female version, though? She's no. got, like, all the fixins. I'll have to show you, like, the opening cutscene of her where she's walking. She's oh, got I didn't the stockings see that. and everything. Because that's what I was worried about. Because we saw the first one. I think Cal and I were both in Discord like, wait, is this Fire Emblem? Yeah. <laughs> Why does everybody yeah. look like monks? <laughs> like, this is um, <laughs> Brian said she looks good. So, um, as I wanted to mention, as we talked about pre-show, you know, we have that Digital Trends article that does a really great wrap-up of Fire Emblem Three Houses. I think probably the best article I've seen if you're looking for a primer. Because I'm still not sold on this. As much as I've really loved Fire Emblem, I've got to tell you, my hype meter is the lowest that it's been since Awakening. It's n- it's never been I lower. Like, do I, a 180. I, I don't I really have it do. for this game right now. Um, that article did a lot to really explain to me everything that's going on. And as I mentioned to you, I kind of think Fire Emblem Three Houses is Persona-ish. It's like taking, not like super that way, it's taking a page. It's like borrowing a persona-ish thing. They've got mm-hmm. a calendar. You've got to include all of your lessons and all these things inside of a calendar in between battles. That's persona. Like that's persona-ish. I don't think they're going to go that far, but it seems very persona-ish. So uh, that make makes me, you know, maybe somewhat happy about it. But like again, we have no idea. We have we really don't. If this game's like a hundred hours, we don't know. <laughs> so like. Who knows? We got to find out. But I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's the Fire Emblem we've always known and loved. I'm here for the battles. I want the awesome big battles and uh, the strategy. That's what I do. All the other stuff, like all of the extra stuff, as long as I don't have to deal with it, I'm okay. My concern is that it looks like this one might be the classes, the divisions, and mixing up the weapon classes with the characters. If, mm. if that's going to become more and more mandatory, that's going to lessen my appeal. Because that's why I don't play a lot of those other games because they get more complex. Okay. But that's the stuff you're gonna love. So it is. It is. That's my jam. We're two different Fire Emblem fans. I think that makes us that makes us good podcasting. Yeah, dude. So we bring different different viewpoints here. Should we save the next question for next time, or do you want to go ahead and knock it out? Let's do it. It's on. It's on topic. It's on brand. It'd be weird to not do this now. What if Nintendo pulls a Mario Maker 2 on Animal Crossing and you can only visit the towns of Stranger, asks Ryan Craig. That's never going to happen. And <laughs> they would You said be... that after the news they just dropped? <laughs> can you imagine how rage-filled everybody would be at them for that? They've had So friends... that's the thing, but why, aren't you... why isn't everybody that rage-filled now? <laughs> Because Mario Maker, this is only the second installment, and it's kind of a niche thing. Animal Crossing has an already established fan base. They've already got 
multiple games under their belt where that is the norm. It's sure. been the norm since Wild World. Hey. And change the formula now, you're going to basically cause people to come out with their fire, brimstone, and pitchforks. It's going to happen. Yes. So my answer to Craig's question was, then you're going to get the same rant and spiel I just did. Although, that being said, I'd probably still buy Animal Crossing. <laughs> Of course, I would too. I'd still buy it because I want to play Animal Crossing. Even if I couldn't play with my friends, if they were like, you just can't play online, I'd still buy Animal Crossing But um, because I want to play Animal Crossing. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, as I said before, my stance is never going to change on this. If a game has online play, you need to be able to play with your friends. Like, if you have, if you're like, we're going to have make a game, it's going to have online multiplayer. The first bullet point should be friend matchmaking, not leaderboards. Not randoms, not modes, not anything. There's nothing above friend matchmaking. That's step one. All that other stuff comes next. The, the, the idea that they're doing everything else before that is, is asinine to me. I honestly can't believe it's insane. It's like insanity. It's like, who is pulling the strings over there? Like, at what point were they like, friend matchmaking is not important? What? It's the only thing that's important. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't get it. So if that's the case... You'll hear me say all the same stuff will be a redundant, boring podcast, but it's not going to be the case. I'm with that you. That won't happen. It's not going to happen. They know better. What, if, what they are going to do, they're going to make you like exchange friend codes or something when you do it. <laughs> and everybody's going to hate about that. that too. See, that's the thing. It's like everybody hates about that, but it still lets you, at least it lets you do it. You know, like maybe it's dumb and you got to type in a code, but you can still play with your friends. The idea yeah. that yeah, I can't share a code in Mario Maker 2 and play with my friends drives me nuts. Or have it based on <laughs> who's online on your friends list and you can do a drop down whoever's online. Like if you out. wanted to be like like the the snobby in me was like they should have friend party matchmaking like Xbox. Where I just create a party and we jump to a game and it automatically matches us together. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's outside of Nintendo's capabilities. Absolutely. But even at the very least, if you've got if I've got to share a code, that's never really bothered me. Look, I get yeah. it. It's not super clean. Dude, it takes 12 seconds. Type in the things, and you're playing with your friends. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. They're not even doing that, and that's ridiculous. That's the part where it gets upsetting. <sighs> what a show. Yeah. I've been primed for this one out. all day. It's been getting get worse, actually. My Twitter feed, Fox as City. the day is getting longer... It's gotten worse about this this topic. Yeah, just, so just get off Twitter for a little bit. Yeah, you know you that's that's the answer. I I need to stop tweeting as much as I do. All right, that's gonna do it for this week on the Nintendo Shack. That's Caroline and I'm Donnie. We thank you for tuning in each and every week. We hope you tune into the rest of the shows on the PSVG Podcast Network. Come check out the blog PSVG.blog. So we ramp up towards E3 all the fun things that we're going to do. Watch the live show over at twitch.tv slash PSVG. We'll be doing our E3 reactions live all day with Treehouse and Nintendo Shack in one. That's going to be an amazing Tuesday. You want Nintendo goodness? We're here for you. Come hang out with us and uh, all that good stuff. That's it. We're out of here. Yeah. Maybe we'll be a little bit more... uh not as angry next week. I'm not angry. That's I'm not I know, angry. I know. You know. That's the thing. And people are oh, not I can't believe negative. you're being so outrage culture. Like, I'm not angry. You're the angry outrage one. Culture, yeah. I'm not angry. You're angry. I just want the game to work. <laughs> could you imagine if Call of Duty is like randoms only? <laughs> that's the, the other thing. I was like, could you imagine if any online game in the modern era was like you can only play with randoms? Sorry. You can only play with randoms. Madden. You can only play with randoms. People would lose their minds. 
they'd be so upset. It'd be Sega outrage. But when Nintendo does it, half Nintendo fans blame the other half. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. absurd. Anyway. It's the day and age we live in. Let's get out of here. Good night. Yep. See you next week. <laughs>